Are you looking for ways to attract and retain private pay clients? Thryzer is a payment platform for therapists built to help clients automatically tap into their out-of-network benefits and save on therapy up front. Check out our special link, join.thryzer.com forward slash modern therapist, and use the code modern therapists to activate $2,500 in free payments with Thryzer. Therapy Notes, the number one trusted EHR among mental health professionals, just keeps getting better and better. With legendary customer support 24 hours a day, seven days a week, they're giving you all the tools you need to succeed, whether you're a solo clinician or a group practice. Try them free for two months using promo code MODERN today. You're listening to the Modern Therapist Survival Guide, where therapists live, breathe, and practice as human beings. To support you as a whole person and a therapist, here are your hosts, Kurt Widhelm and Katie Vernoy. Welcome back to the Modern Therapist Survival Guide. I'm Kurt Widhelm with Katie Vernoy, and today we're joined by Perry Rosenblum, the founder and CEO of Brighter Vision, and he's here to talk to us about improving SEO. Welcome to the show, Perry. Thank you so much, Kurt. Thank you so much, Katie. I am so excited to be here today with you both. Yeah, we're so excited to have you. It's been great to get to know you over the last little bit in person as well as through both of us are now Brighter Vision customers. So definitely very exciting, very exciting. (laughs) So tell us a little about yourself, like how you got to where you are, kind of what your What's your story, your origin story? (laughs) (laughs) Certainly. Well, uh, I'll try and condense it into about, you know, 60 seconds here or less. So my origin story is I graduated college and didn't know what to do. So I moved across the country and moved to Colorado and started waiting tables because I knew I loved to ski. So I, I was skiing, you know, four or five days a week and waiting tables and just having a blast. And my background's in writing. And I thought, well, I want to figure out how I can make a career out of writing. I, I got a check from George Bush's stimulus for $300 and I purchased hosting for a website. And it was a website all in Glacier National Park. And my goal from that website was to generate enough money to pay my rent. From there, you know, so I wrote all this content on Glacier National Park, which is an amazing park. And if anybody listening has never been, you need to go because it's fantastic. I created this website in Glacier, eventually ended up paying my rent and ended up paying a mortgage, ended up funding a lot of other things. And very cool. over the course of about five, six years, you know, I built a bunch of other websites and eventually the, I had a full-time job at that point, moved out of the, the food industry and the revenue from all of my websites was outpacing the revenue for my full-time job. I left my full-time job and started a company called SEO Sherpas, which was all about helping small businesses and e-commerce businesses get more search engine optimization and improve their ranking, get more business. I wasn't too crazy about the business, but you know, it sort of did its thing. And eventually, all of my client leads started drying up. And so here I am now married with a mortgage and a child at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, It's about a solid six years after the stimulus check. And I still have my websites and they were doing okay. But all my business leads were basically gone. And you know, with that kind of business, you always have to sort of hunt for the next big fish or the, you know, the next you know, big contract. And I thought I built a website for my mother-in-law who owns a private practice with about, gosh, I think they're up to like 25 clinicians. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really large private practice down in Jacksonville, Florida. Built a website for her. And I was like, Hey, you know, I, I was looking around at therapist websites. 
I don't think many of them are done too well. I think I can do a better yeah. job than this. And I really didn't want to do the charge, you know, X thousand dollars for a website. And so I said, well, you know, there's this company out there that's, that's doing websites called therapy sites. I think I can do a better job than them. Uh, we went ahead and sort of took that same business model idea of recurring revenue and started building websites for therapists. And we've been doing it for about three years now, have thousands of customers around the world. And in our office here, we're at like 17 employees or so and having a lot of fun doing it. And that, that's sort of my origin story and probably more <laughs> 180 <laughs> seconds and 60 <laughs> seconds there, and I, if I'm being generous. <laughs> <laughs> Your origin story was one definitely of... of slight evolution. You know, you wanted to write, so you had some websites so that there was content and then you, it sounds like SEO really became a big focus and then was like, hey, there's trying to find these folks and, and get these big contracts isn't, isn't working for me anymore. And I see a huge need because therapy websites definitely have gotten, in the past, had been very cookie cutter, not very well done, I think is, is kind mm -hmm. of, you know, how you put it. And I think that having another option and, and being able to do that well has been really important to a lot of people in growing their practice. So thank Absolutely. you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been our pleasure. You know, I, I am so in love with this industry. You know, my, it's in my blood, you know, my mother-in-law, like I said, has a private practice. I lost my uncle who I never met due to addictions. Mm. Uh, and mm -hmm. so I, I've been in therapy for, for much of my life and it's something that's, you know, very near and dear to me. And the mission of therapists and helping them build thriving businesses so that they can help more people whose loved ones then get impacted positively. It's, mm -hmm. it's something that motivates everyone here at Brighter Vision each and every day. And so we're just so, so thrilled to be a part of this community and, and this, this industry. Cool. Cool. Let's get to kind of the basics of what SEO is. Absolutely. So what are the basics of SEO? <laughs> SEO? Sure. So yeah, so let, let's do search engine optimization 101 uh, and really sort of approaching it from the perspective of a private practice. That sounds good to me. <laughs> SEO, it stands for search engine optimization. And the idea behind it isn't, at least in this day and age, the idea behind SEO isn't trying to manipulate Google or cast a magic spell and, and get yourself ranking in the top five. What search engine optimization is at its core is making sure that the search engines can understand what your website or your business is about, what types of clients you like to work with, and what areas you service. So that's really the the ultimate goal of SEO is to make sure that Google understands all that and then to make sure that Google thinks that you are and your website is the most reputable, the most deserving of ranking in the top you know, 10 positions for specific searches that people make relevant to your industry. So it's, it's really about connecting the dots for Google. It's saying, who are you? Why, why are you relevant to, to whatever search is happening? And then why are you an expert or why are you the person that people should be looking for? Exactly. And what's really nice with small business search engine optimization is that those dots are all there and all visible to you or, or can be visible to you. It's not you know some snake oil or voodoo magic that you're doing there. It's providing relevant information to Google. And there's a variety of ways that you can do that and that we encourage our 
clients and, and on our blog, we encourage people to do it this way as well. And when you put those basic tenants of SEO in place, you put those dots in place, Google's going to draw that line to your website. Uh, and it can take time for you to rank mm-hmm. well, but if you have the basic tenants in place, you're going to start seeing traction from a search engine optimization, a search engine traffic perspective. So what are the basics that you want to make sure people have in place? First thing, if you are not signed up for Google My Business, that's the first thing you need to do. So literally pause this podcast right now if you're in front of the computer. <laughs> well, not right now. Wait, wait about 15 seconds. Go to google.com forward slash my business and register your business there. You'll get a postcard in the mail to your, your business address. And by doing that, Google's going to right away know hey, Perry Rosenblum's play therapy practice is located in Boulder, Colorado at this address and this is who they service. That is the number one first thing you need to be doing right now if you have not done. The second thing is making sure that your website has the appropriate title tags and descriptions. And what I mean by that is, you know, let's say you did a search for play therapist Boulder. Mm-hmm. Those blue links that you see in Google, those are called your search engine optimization titles. The words beneath them are called your search engine optimization or your SEO descriptions. You want to make sure that those tags, those title, that title and that description is written specifically for you and for your practice. Often you'll see, we see so many clients come to us who have their title tag say something like, home, Perry play <laughs> therapy. And so what you're basically doing that is you're telling Google that your website is about the words home and Perry's play therapy. Uh. Makes no sense. Instead, what it should say is play therapist in Boulder, Colorado, Perry's play therapy. And that way you're telling Google, hey, this is Perry's play therapy practice and we provide play therapy in Boulder, Colorado. And If you are using a WordPress website, there's a lot of great tutorials out there. We have some on our website. Uh, If you're using a Squarespace website, you can customize your own SEO. Uh, You know, virtually every single platform allows you to do that. And so you want to make sure that those title tags and those description tags are written in a way that describes what your practice is, who you service, and thinking about what kinds of things people are going to be searching for to find you. That makes sense. I know for myself, my practice has shifted and I have an old description that I need to fix because every time it shows up, I'm like, oh no, because <laughs> it shows up as a yeah. snippet as well. Like that's it does, what they yeah. look for you. So if it says for me, it's, you know, kind of some old stuff that I was doing, you know, my practice has evolved and I know that that means that, that I'm losing traffic to my website periodically because it doesn't say what I actually do. So it, it seems like you get really prosaic almost. You want to have the search terms in the title and in the description. Like you want to be really, really clear. Thryzer is a payment platform designed for out-of-network therapy. As a therapist, you would use Thryzer to charge clients for sessions and collect your full rate up front. From the client's perspective, Thryzer links to their health plan, so insurance claims are automatically submitted for them upon every charge. From there, Thryzer manages the claims end-to-end so that your clients don't have to worry about manually submitting super bills or getting on calls with insurance. The best part? Thryzer allows clients to only pay their co-insurance portion for sessions, while Thryzer covers the rest of your fee and waits for reimbursement on their behalf. They also offer you an instant benefits calculator for free, allowing you to provide upfront transparency to prospective clients on their out-of-network coverage. 
Therapists only pay a standard 3% credit card processing fee per session with no additional fees. Visit join.thrizer.com forward slash modern therapist to get started and use our promo code modern therapists to receive $2,500 in waived fees for your sessions. How do you pick those words? That's a great question. So there's a, a variety of ways you can do it. What I would recommend to anybody listening here is, you know, I I always love to keep things simple and, you know, you can go there. Some people who say, go to a a search engine optimization tool and do some keyword research, but that does not necessarily apply to small individual private practices. You can generally have a decent understanding of what someone's searching for by typing it in yourself. So let's say I provide, I'm an MFT in Los Angeles, for example. Well, what am I thinking my clients are going to search for? They're going to search for, let's say, let's just try marriage and family therapists. If you do a search for that, what you can then see, and I'm going to do a search for this right now on my computer. If you scroll down, you're going to see searches related to marriage and family therapists. And mm-hmm. that can give you some good ideas of, of where to go from there. So for example, some of these are, you know, marriage and family therapist job description, marriage and family therapist salary. So that's not exactly relevant, but you could do things like, you know, divorce therapist or mm-hmm. therapist couples counseling. And so if I did a search for couples counseling, which is another fairly relevant phrase, you're going to see couples counseling near me, affordable marriage counseling, Denver, couples counseling, Denver. And so by just utilizing those tools right there, you're going to get a good idea of things you can add into your titles and descriptions. As you're doing that, what you can also see is look at, after you do a search for, for example, couples counseling, you can see words that Google highlights in bold in this and, and look at what other people are writing for their titles and descriptions to give you an idea. So couples counseling, it's marriage counseling is highlighted in bold. Couples counseling is obviously highlighted in bold. Relationship counseling is highlighting in bold. Mm-hmm. So that's telling you right there that Google is thinking that these are synonyms, uh, which they certainly are and are relevant to the phrase couples counseling. So if you're a couples counselor in LA, you could write something like, you know, let's say, you know, you don't want to just say LA because that's you know, pretty broad, but let's say, <laughs> yeah, <it's too> broad. <laughs> let's say your office is in Santa Monica, for example, you could say relationship and couples counseling in Santa Monica. Do you live near Santa Monica, California? So that would be your title. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It could be something like, do you live near Santa Monica, California and are seeking couples marriage or relationship counseling to improve your relationship with your partner? Contact me today. Has those keywords in there. You don't need to, you know, sweat the details too much. Just make it relevant, make it readable, and Google will be happy. Okay. That makes sense to me. I've heard some other people talk about linking to my website or linking back and forth to each other's websites in order to improve SEO. Can you tell us how that works? Okay. So let's say everybody in in all of Santa Monica, every MFT has well-written content has a mobile optimized website, is utilizing an SSL certificate, which means that green bar up top, you know, these are, you know, important SEO details. Let's mm-hmm. say every single MFT website in Santa Monica has mm-hmm. every single SEO detail dialed in. I think How that's is, a big stretch, but we'll, we'll, we'll give that to it's you. A, it's a huge <laughs> stretch, but I think it'll help provide some clarity on linking. Let's say every single 
couple MFT website in Santa Monica has all those details dialed in and their, their SEO is just awesome. You know, there's, there's not much you can do to differentiate yourself further from, you know, hey, I've got some great content. My titles and descriptions are well written. My website's great. Well, how is Google going to know who to rank? They're going to know by what other websites are voting for other mm. sites. And a link is essentially a vote. So, for example, if I'm in Santa Monica and I'm a member of Camped, well, I'll have a bio on Camp's website or Camp's mm-hmm. directory. And ideally, that's going to be a link back to my website. And that's that basically sense. saying that Camp is giving me a vote. And that's going to tell Google, hey, this website's a little more relevant for things related to Camp's website. But if you went ahead and got a link from a plumber <laughs> in, in Austin, Texas, Google's going to see that and be like, hey, this doesn't make sense. This website's supposed to be about a marriage and family therapist in Santa Monica. Why is a plumber in Austin linking to them? That's going to smell a little fishy. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to count that as a vote. But if you're getting links or votes from relevant websites related to your field, that's how Google is going to differentiate between the 100 Santa Monica MFT websites out there with perfect SEO. And that's how you're going to allow yourself to start ranking higher in Google overall. So it's really making sure that you're getting your website, your content connected to from other relevant websites so that you're showing that, hey, I really do have great content. I really do have relevance within this field. So I'm a solid search result. Exactly. That, that you hit the nail on the head there, Katie. And so there, there's a lot of different ways you can go about doing that. You know, you can obviously get in associations like camps if you're in California, can write for publications like Psych Central or Psychology Today. You can network with other local service professionals that you, you, know, you refer to and be like, hey, can I write a guest blog post for you about you know, self-care, for example? Mm-hmm. and have a link go back to your website. And what's really nice is a small business, you don't need all that many good links or good votes to make a difference. If you go ahead and get about one link every six months, or if you really want to be aggressive, get you know three or four links every six months, within a year, you're going to have some good SEO, some good ranking, uh, and you'll be able to you know reap the rewards of that. So we're not talking about connecting to a ton of different websites. It's, it sounds like it's also consistency. So it's not like, hey, I get 20. It's get one to four or five every six months so that there's consistently adding, adding links, adding connections, staying relevant. Is that right? Search engine optimization can be a game, especially when you get into the big businesses out there. But even as you're gaming or you're playing that game, <laughs> it still needs to feel natural. And as your audience is, is listening to this, you know, I'm sure therapists generally are, are, are strapped for time. You know, you're seeing clients maybe four days a week. And then on Friday, it's paperwork. And, you know, maybe you have two to three hours for marketing in a week. Well, you know, you don't need to go all out and be like, all right, I'm going to just write three dozen blog posts, guest blog posts, and get them sent out and blast out <laughs> all my business relationships. Because A, you don't have the time for that. And B, it's not going to seem natural to the, to the search engines. So you know, if you can just 
try and get one link every three, four months, maybe three or four links in six months, you're going to be totally fine. It's going to feel natural to Google. It's not going to detract from other important marketing efforts. And you're going to see the rewards of that over time. We like to view search engine optimization as a garden here. And everything you're doing, you're planting the seeds. And over time, you need to water those seeds. You need to you know, prune the leaves. You need to make sure the bugs aren't eating it. You got to <laughs> put, you know, put the fence up to keep the squirrels away from grabbing all your strawberries like they did to us last summer. Oh, no. <laughs> well, and and to, build, to build on that, it's also to plant the, the types of things that are appropriate to your specific area. That if my practice, which is very close to Santa Monica, but I don't necessarily want to be connecting with a bunch of therapists who are in Nebraska or someplace else that I want it to be where my customers are searching for me. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You can get a link from a therapist in Nebraska. It's not going to hurt you, but it's a good opportunity as well to build relationships. So, you know, if, if you do a lot of holistic work and let's say, you know, you have an acupuncturist that has sent you a client or you've sent some clients to an acupuncturist for, for whatever reason. Let's say you know you work with new moms, for example. That's a good, a good way to continue building that relationship. Like, hey, can I write a guest blog post for you? Mm-hmm. Provide your clients with some ad- advice. And you know, they're going to appreciate that. And their clients are going to appreciate that. And Google's going to appreciate it too in the end. Yeah. It sounds like it, it has a lot of benefits because when you, whenever you do guest content and obviously you get the SEO push, which is you know a link back to your website, but you also get the visibility of the content. I have two questions. So the first one is when you're doing, I'm assuming this is backlinks, right? We're talking about backlinks. Mm-hmm. When you're kind of seeking out those three backlinks every six months, does it need to be the exact same page or can it be part of the larger website? Like what is the strategy there? That is, Katie, I think is the best question I've ever been asked (laughs) in working with therapists uh, around search engine optimization. To answer that, I'd love to take even a step back first and then come around and answer it about what the single best thing someone can be doing for their search engine optimization is. So the single most important thing for search engine optimization that a private practice can do besides, you know, getting listed on Google My Business would be to write specific service pages. So what I mean by that is, let's say that you work, provide counseling. I'll help you say this because as I'm crafting my website, this is actually what I'm working on right this second. (laughs) So we'll make this nice and practical. So I have a couple of different services that I offer. I work with adolescents. I work with EMDR of a lot of different ages. I'm kind of getting the sense already, but, and this is where I think you're talking about, is that I don't want to cram all of that down into the the same page, right? Precisely, yeah. So what you would do is you could have, Kurt, a page that says, you know, services. And on that page, Kurt provides a counseling for, you know, does a lot of work with adolescents and provides EMDR for a variety of ages. Uh, You know, I, I also provide counseling in the, you know, the general Santa Monica area, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, click here to learn more about the services I provide, the therapy I provide for adolescents. And that can be a page all about, you know, counseling for adolescents. 
what is counseling for adolescents? What's your approach to working with adolescents? What kinds of struggles do adolescents typically have and why do they come to you for therapy? That right there is a great example of a service page. So when somebody in your area is searching for counseling for my depressed teen, Google would rather show a page specifically relevant to that, related to counseling for depressed teenagers, what it is, how you can help them, signs that your teenager might be depressed and how counseling can help them, for example, versus showing a homepage that simply mentions therapist XYZ provides counseling for teenagers and adolescents and people suffering from depression. Not only does Therapy Notes combine billing, scheduling, notes, secure messaging, group telehealth, and more into one streamlined platform, they're also always adding new features and forms to their library. So no matter your specialty, Therapy Notes has you covered. Learn more at therapynotes.com and use promo code MODERN for two months free. So I imagine that that really helps with having that great landing page when somebody does click to your website, that it's relevant to what their search is. And this builds on one of our previous episodes with Dwayne Osterlin, who was talking about Google AdWords, but having the right page for people to land on. So that way, if they're searching for depressed adolescents, that it's not landing on a homepage that talks about infidelity in couples relationships. Precisely. And, and Google's not going to show a page for infidelity and couples relationships if someone's searching for you know, counseling for adolescents or counseling for depressed teenagers. If they are, it's a mistake in Google. But then circling back around to Katie's question, do you want all those links to go to one page like your homepage or do you want to spread the love around? You want to spread the love around because let's say you wrote a guest article for a local service provider here. And at the end of the article, it said, Kurt Whithelm provides therapy and counseling for adolescents in the Santa Monica area. And then you linked the words counseling for adolescents back to your counseling for adolescents service page. Well, what Google is going to think, and rightfully so, is that the website that's linking to you is voting for Kurt's website, specifically to that page, for the words counseling for adolescents. And you are going to rank higher for that phrase in time. It's a vote for you for that phrase. A long time ago, about, you know, up until about three or four years ago, the number one result in Google for click here, do you know what it was? They fixed this manually since, but the number one result for about a decade for click here was Adobe Acrobat. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Because every single website said, if you don't have Adobe Acrobat, click here to download it. How funny. Click here, link to Adobe. And so Google's algorithm was saying, oh, wow, Adobe Acrobat is relevant for click here. In actuality, they're not. (laughs) But uh, it was a a little mistake in how their algorithm calculated things. But I I feel like that's a really telling anecdote about the, the importance of relevant keyword linking as well. That makes sense. Thanks. I think for me, the kind of the second part of that question is really if I'm linking to specific service pages, that kind of stuff, it seems like you're building SEO for each individual service page. Does that give you some juice on the site as a whole? Yes. So I guess we can go into SEO 201 here. Uh, (laughs) uh, So there's a, a term called page rank. It's a, I believe Google even has a patent on it. And It's how Google's entire algorithm is sort of the foundation of it. And 
page rank is a number from one to 10 that Google's algorithm assigns to your website. And you know, something like the New York Times might have a page rank of eight, nine, or 10, for example. And mm-hmm. depending on how high that page rank is, if a site links to you and they have a high page rank, they're going to be flowing that page rank to you. And it's going to count more than if a site has a page rank of one, for example. Mm-hmm. Now, your homepage might have, let's say, a page rank of four. Your internal pages might have page ranks of three or two, depending on how things flow out from your homepage. So if you're linking from your homepage to your page on counseling for adolescents and you're linking the words counseling for adolescents to the counseling for adolescents page, Mm -hmm. your page rank is going to flow through that link and help that page more because you're basically telling Google, this page on counseling for adolescents is really important. Yeah. Whereas if you had a blog post that was written four or five years ago and the only way to access it is by going to page six of your blog archives, Google's going to think, eh, this isn't too important to, to Kurt's website and to Kurt's business anymore. But this Counseling for Adolescents page, this is really important to him. And so he's wanting to show Google that this is really important. He's wanting to show his visitors that this page is really important. And so the page rank is going to flow more naturally to that page. Okay, that makes sense. I think to me, it's it's something where it sounds like the more links and the more current links and the kind of relevant links that you have, the more the higher that your page will rank. And so then it becomes more important in the Google search. Shifting gears a little bit, because I know you've talked about writing blog posts and, and having really good content. What does that mean? What is really good content? Because I've heard a lot of stuff about, you know, trying to write keyword optimized blog posts or or copy for your website. And it and sometimes people can do that well, but usually it just looks like people are repeating things over and over again. What are your recommendations about, you know, website copy and, and blog content and, and what really is good good stuff to have on your website? It's about strategy, first and foremost. So if you are not a writer, and you don't like writing all that much, don't bother blogging. Instead, write those service pages and Mm -hmm. be good with it. Now, for blogging, let's say you, you really enjoy writing copy. Blogging should be part of a larger strategy because when you're blogging, your traffic can come from a variety of sources. You can get traffic from across the country, across the world, Mm -hmm. and you're not necessarily going to be able to work with all those people. Are you integrating a social media strategy with that? That can help uh, with your blogging, gain you more traction. So I encourage blogging for two purposes. One, do you have a more diverse range that, of people that you can work with outside of you know, the Santa Monica area? Uh, mm-hmm. Or do you have products that you can sell? Well, then blogging can be really useful because every single article, every single blog post you write is going to have that much more of an impact on your bottom line. But if you can only work with people in a very small geographic area and you don't have anything additional to sell them, blogging might not be the best use of your time, but it could. Uh, <laughs> you know, Are you incorporating it with a larger social media strategy? So every blog post you write, you're promoting on social media. Are you incorporating a giveaway or a checklist or something downloadable so you can get email addresses from people? Uh, so when it's shared on social media or you're promoting it on social media, and let's say you work with new moms, for example, in, in the Santa Monica area, you're targeting it to women between the ages of 25 and 45 who like certain new mom groups 
and you have a downloadable PDF, well then, yeah, that could be really useful for you. So it's important that if you're looking at blogging, you want to make sure you're looking at it as what is my ultimate strategy and my ultimate goal here and making sure that fits into the overarching goals of your private practice. So don't just blog for SEO. Don't just blog for SEO. If you want to write for SEO, write more service pages. Make sure all your service (laughs) pages are amazing because that's going to have the biggest impact on your bottom line. And one of the things that I really want to pull out of what Perry was saying is that I know for a lot of therapists who are creating their first website. And one of my absolute least favorite things to do is to write website <laughs> copy. Like I would rather get a root canal than write website copy. <laughs> but what I want to pull out of, of what Perry was saying is that you need to have a strategy in what you're doing, that you can't just look at it as far as throwing something up there just to have content, but that it needs to have an intention with it. So that way it's benefiting you and it's benefiting your practice. Exactly. And if you find that pulling teeth, that, that writing content is like pulling teeth or having a root canal, you can always outsource it. Yes, you, know, you can. <laughs> it doesn't need to be, you know, the next great American novel here. You're talking about 300, 350 words for a service page. Set aside a little bit of a marketing budget for that and you can get some nice copy written. Maybe throw an ad up on Craigslist looking for, you know, some, some local college kids who are, you know, majoring in English that might want to make some more money over their summer break. You know, you don't need to be spending $100 plus for, you know, a service page or anything. You can find some decent writers nearby to help express yourself and, and express the services you provide. So there is so much more we could talk about. I know that SEO is is a huge, huge thing. I would love to talk with you again about it. So we'll have to see if we can do that. But Oh, 100%. But, <laughs> but this was so great. I love the, the practical steps. Google my business. Make sure you have service pages. Make sure that when you're linking, you're linking to the right pages and having really relevant titles and descriptions. I think this is so helpful for our audience to, to make sure that they're doing what they can to get their website first, you know, up, up front in the Google search. What's one thing to improve their SEO? Well, one thing they should do right this minute to improve their SEO is they should go to brightervision.com <laughs> forward slash Katie Kurt uh, and get one month free on their website with us. So nice. Thanks. <laughs> that, that's Thanks, definitely man. one thing you guys can do. All of your listeners can have one month free to Brighter Vision. We'll build you a website. We'll do your SEO. We'll take all the stress away of having a website. But if you're happy with your website, uh, or if you're more to do it yourself or, or, or whatever, the, you know, one thing you can do, go get that Google My Business page up and going. Uh, you know, that's going to have a, a huge impact. One last little, little pitch here, if you don't mind. We are actually close to launching an, a search engine optimization course for all of our clients as well. That's going to, we're, we're shooting to have it launched probably about a month after this podcast gets launched as well. So that all of our clients will have you know, a tutorial and step-by-step guidance of what to do for essentially six months from a search engine optimization perspective to make sure that their website given every chance possible to rank well on Google. So just uh, another, another thing we, we want to give back <laughs> to our clients here at Brighter Vision. That's very cool. And, and I want to, to circle back to the, the offer for a free month. That's very cool. I know for myself um, in looking specifically at SEO and building a website and all of this stuff, it is a no-brainer with Brighter Vision because I know for myself, there's a lot of additional pages I want to write. There's a lot of additional stuff that I want to do and that's all included. It's, it's yep. amazing. And, and I think you. the other piece is when you go in and look at your dashboard, looking at my analytics, I know that we're doing two podcasts a week. So we're getting a lot of backlinks and all that good stuff. But 
but the SEO is way better than any other website I've had. So, so it's, it's, it makes it very easy. So if, if people are considering it, it's so simple to have a brighter vision website. It makes it really, really, really easy. And we'll do our due diligence of including a backlink to Brighter Vision in our show notes. So. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. And, and again, you know, let us know if you guys, uh, if any listeners come to our website, let us know you listen to the podcast and get one month free. So we, we'd love to welcome you to the family. Nice. And speaking of websites, our website is mtsgpodcast.com. You can find all of our old episodes. You can also click around and look at our live events that are coming up here in 2018. Perry's team at least. I'm sure Perry's joining us too at the Therapy Reimagined conference in October. And so that's actually one of the first times that I met Perry was at a conference and kept talking with him, kept talking with his team. And I eventually eventually became a customer that they're they're really great to work with. And uh, we're super excited to have Perry coming out and working with us as well. So uh, until next time, I'm Kurt Woodhelm with Katie Vernoy and Perry Rosenblum from Brighter Vision. Thank you for listening to the Modern Therapist Survival Guide. Learn more about who we are and what we do at mtsgpodcast.com. You can also join us on Facebook and Twitter. And please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of our episodes. Remember to check out Thryzer. They are passionate about making out-of-network therapy work for everyone. Clients save upfront on therapy while therapists earn their full rate. Get started in minutes on join.thrizer.com forward slash modern therapist and use the promo code modern therapists and receive $2,500 in waived fees for your sessions. Thanks so much to our partner, Therapy Notes, the highest rated practice management solution for behavioral health. Don't forget, using promo code modern gets you two free months.